Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Superman's friends, Batman and Robin, determined to save the Man of Steel from complete destruction, plan a daring scheme to defeat the evil Latimer at his own game. Calling all girls, calling all girls... To hear a super special offer. It's something you want, and now it's something you can get thanks to that super delicious cereal, Kellogg's Pep. It's a bright, sparkling, silvery charm bracelet and 12 fascinating charms. The kind of charm bracelet with strong but delicate-looking links. A dazzler of a bracelet that fastens round your wrist with a good-looking catch. The very thing to jingle your charms on. And what charms? Why, the 12 silvery charms that Pep offers you as part of this great offer. Sure, you get your choice of any or all of the 12. For instance, choose the Scotty Dog, the Piano, the Clock, Trolley Car, or the Telephone. All 12 are actual small-scale models. That's Pep's exciting offer to girls. A beautiful charm bracelet and 12 silvery charms. Now then, to get your charm bracelet, just send in a Pep box top and 10 cents. And for each of the charms you want, you also send one Pep box top and one dime, plus the names of the charms you want, like the Scotty Dog or the Piano. With it, you'll get a printed slip with pictures of all 12 charms on it for future orders. Just remember... Remember, for each charm you order, send one pep box top and one dime. And for the charm bracelet, you also send one pep box top and a dime. Print your name and address clearly and send a Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. Did you get that? Send a Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. And now, the adventures of Superman. In an attempt to regain his position as political boss of the state... A position he used to promote intolerance and racial discrimination, Big George Latimer arranged a mass meeting where he publicly accused Superman of framing evidence against him and of blackmail, daring to make these charges because he has in his possession the last remaining piece of kryptonite, the strange green glowing metallic substance which, when Superman comes within ten feet of it, robs him of all his strength and power. 
In yesterday's episode, as you recall, Superman was about to meet the challenge after determining via his X-ray vision that the piece of kryptonite was nowhere in evidence on the stage of the Metropolis Auditorium. But Batman, who was present in the audience, had taken the precaution of planting Robin, his young assistant, backstage. As Superman, in full view of the audience, mounted the steps to the platform, Robin saw Latimer touch a button on one of the two microphone stands in front of him. A small panel on the microphone slid back, revealing the piece of kryptonite hidden inside. Immediately, Robin sprang into action. Racing across the platform, he lowered the curtain, cutting Superman off. As an amazed murmur rippled through the audience, Batman, sensing trouble, ran down the aisle to where Superman, confused, was standing on the platform steps. Robin lowered that curtain. He must have seen something. You'd better beat it. How can I leave now? Don't ask questions. Duck out the side entrance and meet me at my place. Now hurry. Meanwhile, backstage, Robin is attempting to fight off two of Latimer's henchmen who are trying desperately to reach the rope and controlling the curtain as Latimer screams frantic orders. From the opposite side of the platform, two more of Latimer's men hurry over to join the battle. Fighting against hopeless odds, Robin is about to give up when Batman, who has come around through the stage entrance, puts in an appearance. Oh, boy, are you a sight to sore eyes. Come on, give me a hand with these stones. No, it's stuck. But I duck, I said, come on. And then when you started up the platform steps, Superman, I saw Latimer touch a button or something on one of the microphone stands. Uh-huh. A little panel on the mic slid back, and there was a funny kind of green light inside. The kryptonite. The what? Little boys should be seen and not heard. Oh, fine. How do you like that? It's all right for little boys to trade punches with four husky goons, but when it comes to a showdown... If anyone has a right to know, Robin, you have. Bringing down that curtain was the smartest thing you ever did. Well, it's nice to be smart, Superman, but it's nicer to know why you're smart. You're absolutely right. Well, here it is in a nutshell. As you know, I came from another planet, a planet called Krypton, which exploded many years ago. The fragments of the planet have evidently been suspended in space... But recently, it was back in 1944, I believe, one of the fragments came to Earth as a meteor. It was picked up and taken to the Metropolis Museum. You remember that, Robin? It was in the papers. Oh, I think so. Well, at any rate, the museum people called the stuff kryptonite. It glowed with a strange greenish light, and I soon discovered to my horror that when I got within ten feet of it, I lost all my strength. Jeepers. To make a long story short, the kryptonite was stolen from the museum by a woman known as the Black Widow. It was cut into four pieces and sold to four of my enemies. Over a period of time, I located three of the pieces and they were destroyed, but I could never find the fourth. Uh Uh-oh. I'm beginning to see the light. Latimer has the fourth piece. He got it from a man who died in state prison, a character called the Laugher. And he had it hidden in that phony microphone. Right. Evidently, the microphone was made of lead, the one substance my X-ray vision can't penetrate. That's why I didn't spot it anywhere on the platform. So you see what ringing down that curtain meant? I see now. If you'd gotten close enough to the microphone, Latimer would have been able to do what he said he would in front of that whole audience. Prove to them that you'd lost your strength and power. Exactly. Oh, boy. Gives me goose pimples just thinking about it. Say, did you know about this all along, Batman? Yes, Robin. Well, then why didn't we make a grab for the kryptonite in the microphone instead of ducking out tonight? In the first place, I didn't know it was in the microphone. Well, you didn't give me a chance to tell you. You said duck and we ducked. And in the second place, they were pulling the curtain up. And I didn't like the idea of staging a free-for-all in front of 2,000 people. Bashful? Since when? No, not bashful, but that audience had been listening to Latimer's hot air for a long time and was beginning to sink in. If the curtain went up and they saw us battling on the stage, they'd be pretty well convinced he had a case, particularly with Superman having taken a powder. Yes, I've been thinking about that. About what? Someone in the audience must have seen me leave through the side door of the auditorium. Maybe they all did. I don't know. 
But I can just picture what's going on there now. Latimer's probably having a field day. Sure, telling them you ran out that you were afraid to face the music. Hey, wait a minute. Bright idea? I don't know. Nobody's thought of it, so maybe it's not so bright. Let's have it. Well, look, instead of sitting here beating our brains out, why don't we go back to the auditorium, and since we know where the kryptonite is, grab it. Sorry, Robin. Not so bright. Why not? Number one, Latimer's nobody's fool. You can bet your bottom dollar it's not in the phony mic anymore. Number two would be up against the same problem. Staging a battle in front of an audience. Oh, there wouldn't be any battle, not with Super Robin, shame. Huh? I'm not much help, Robin, with kryptonite anywhere in the vicinity. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, not bright at all. Well, where do we go from here? We've got to get that piece of kryptonite. How? There's only one possible way. Beard the line in this den and take it away from him. Meaning? It's a sense that Latimer keeps the stuff close by him. Probably wears it around his neck. That's not far wrong. Okay, the next move is to burst into his house and grab it. Oh, just like that, huh? It won't be easy, but what else can we do? As a matter of fact, we've got to work fast. The morning papers are going to be full of the shindig at the auditorium. That's just the trouble. If it's possible, we should get the kryptonite before morning. So Superman can step out and really give Latimer a run for his money. The longer we wait, the more Latimer's going to be able to convince the public he's on the level. Okay, let's go. Now, wait a minute. Keep your shirt on. What time is it? Uh, I've got 8.30. Oh, no, it's later than that. Of course, it's after 10. My watch must have stopped. Mine's being repaired. Uh, check the clock in the hall, Robin. Uh, no, wait. That's been running slow. Uh, switch the radio on. Right. I wish I could be of more help to you in this mess, Batman. Forget it. You've helped us out of tight jams. Now it's our turn. The 10:15 edition of the news. 10:15, Robin. Set your watch. Okay, turn it off. No, no, hold it. People packed into the Metropolis Auditorium. George Latimer, former state political leader, seemingly made good his daring statement that Superman had not only framed the evidence that sent him to prison, Uh but also attempted to blackmail him. Here it comes. Speaking from the platform, Latimer challenged Superman to appear and deny the charges. To the delight of the vast crowd, the fabulous Man of Steel suddenly appeared in the center aisle, attired in his familiar red cape and blue costume. Accepting Latimer's invitation, he started toward the platform. However, just as he reached the steps, the curtain was rung down and some confusion resulted. Oh, get that when it rose again, Superman had disappeared, and Latimer took the opportunity to drive home the fact that the Man of Steel was afraid to face him. Turn it off, Robin. The right. consensus of opinion seemed to be that... I'm sure is that Superman should be drawn and quartered. Don't let it get you down. We'll have that piece of kryptonite before morning, or my name is Mud. Mm, pleased to meet you, Mr. Mud. Don't be funny, Half-Pint. Get into your costume and tell Alfred to roll the Batmobile out of the garage. We're going to pay Mr. Big George Latimer a visit. A visit he won't forget. <laughs> We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode with Batman and Robin attempting to steal the deadly piece of kryptonite from under George Latimer's nose. So keep listening. For every girl listening today and every one of her friends, Kellogg's Pep the Sunshine Cereal has a special and amazing offer. So lend your pretty ears and learn how you can get, easy as anything, a bright, sparkling, silvery charm bracelet. And to dangle deliciously from that bracelet, 12 of the slickest charms you've ever seen. Here's a Link bracelet, a beautifully made, smooth-looking bracelet of gleaming silvery metal. Not too heavy, not too delicate. You just adjust it to fit your own wrist. And just wait till you see the collection of 12 charms Pep offers you to hang from your bracelet. 12 silvery keen-looking charms, not flat pieces of metal, but each an actual small-scale model. A tiny edition of the real thing. For instance, you can get a Scotty dog, a football, a telephone, a clock, and any or all of the 12. 
That's an offer with a capital O and some Oz thrown in. A beautiful charm bracelet and 12 charms to jingle or jangle on your bracelet. Now then, here's all you do to get in on Pep's colossal offer. To get your charm bracelet, just send in a Pep box stop and 10 cents. That's one dime and a box stop from Kellogg's Pep for the bracelet. And for each of the charms you order, you also send a dime and a Pep box stop, plus the names of the charms you want. So you start by sending for just the Scotty Dog or the football. When it comes, you'll also receive a printed slip with the names and pictures of all 12 charms on it for future orders. Just remember, for each charm you order, send one pep box stop and one dime. And for the bracelet, you also send a pep box stop and a dime. Print your name and address clearly and send to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. Better jot down that address. The address again is Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. An hour has gone by in the dark stillness of the night. Batman and Robin, dressed now in their familiar costumes with their faces masked, have climbed to the roof of the front porch of George Latimer's big stone house. Silently raising one of the windows of his bedroom, have slipped inside. We find them now, hidden under the bed, waiting for Latimer to return from the meeting at the auditorium. What time is it, Robin? Uh, 11.30. You should be showing up soon. The sooner the better. This isn't my idea of comfort. Would you like me to reach up and get you a pillow? Mm, Not a bad idea. A mattress and a couple of blankets, too, while you're at it. This floor is hard on my old and weary bones. The only old and weary bones you have are in your head. Nice talk. And who saved Superman at the auditorium? Oh, I suppose I'll never hear the end of that. You heard the end of it right now. I can't take any credit because I didn't know what I was doing. All I had was a hunch that something was wrong. One of the best hunches you've ever had, boy. Keep having them like that, you'll save us a lot of trouble. I'll try. The only trouble oh, is... Oh, wait, wait, hold it. What is it? I heard the front door open and close. Oh, you've got cat's ears. I didn't hear a thing. Be quiet. I'm going up to sleep, Joe. I'm tired. Is that Latimer? I imagine so. Let Willie cover the front door and gust the back door. You stay inside and keep your eyes open. Okay, boss. Good night, Joe. Good night. Here he comes up the stairs, Robin. Don't move a muscle. Crouched under the bed, Batman and Robin literally hold their breaths as Latimer's heavy footsteps on the stairway come closer and closer. This is the big moment. Will they get the piece of kryptonite? And if they do... How can they escape with the house guarded front and rear by armed gunmen? Fellows and girls, tomorrow's episode in this exciting story brings you a thrill a minute. So don't miss it. Be sure to tune in. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.